0: it's the
1: lights i don't know why i feel like the lights have been
0: brighter being you know I don't well know. we have gotten um, some got some new upgrades
1: chicken
2: light. <laughs> so it's
0: like i can't even look
1: directly up. Chicken light you know right like because <laughs> i'm like oh yeah we definitely got it so <laughs> you know um but yeah man we're gonna have a great show today um we got a little change of um segment pieces we normally have our chocolate at the bottom of the hour okay um But we're going to do things a little bit different because the last time we talked about social injustice and some of the things that we can do to prevent it or at least start, where does it start at, here we go again. It's happening already within a matter of what? Weeks. Yep. Back, 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 bam. So.
3: The truth is,
2: I imagine, you know, especially us having such a large population in this country, I imagine social injustice happens every day. It's just, you know, we just don't see every little instance. Um, you know, such as the recent one, which is in uh Minneapolis, right? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna yes. we're gonna we're okay, gonna get that. We're right, gonna okay. we're gonna
1: get that. We're gonna talk about that. Um, but last week we talked about prenuptial agreements, mm-hmm. and joining us, she's back again. a legal expert analyst, we call Hello. it Um, <laughs> attorney Penelope.
3: He looks so scared. Oh my God, he looks so scared. I'm just, I'm just scared. <laughs> just, He's like all the way away oh, from me. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm, just,
2: I'm sitting. You know, we're in the Me Too era now. You know what I'm saying? So I <laughs> and sitting
1: in and sitting Speaking in the funny chair is Mr. Comedian Loose Cannon himself. <laughs> so uh, so we, we got We got a great lineup. And so so last week we talked about um, you know, pr- uh, prenuptial agreements and mm-hmm. you know, is it the right thing to do? Is it not the right thing or whatever? And so we brought you in to give the the, the people. Um, some inside tips yes. on the, the purpose of having a prenup. Is it good or is it not good and, and detailing what should be placed in there, mm-hmm. what's considered as a fair um, condition, what's not you know considered as a fair condition. So um, So what's the purpose of writing a prenup?
3: Well, for most people, the purpose of writing a prenup is to protect what they have mm-hmm. um, and that includes assets and debts. Right. So, for example, if someone has a house that they do not want to share in the marriage, right, okay. they come into the marriage with a house, they may want to protect that asset for their children. They don't want to send that half of it off to their wife if they've only been married for two years. Or husband, right? to be fair. Or husband, yes, yes. <laughs> it goes both ways in yeah, here. I sure <laughs> but that's. The basis of getting a prenup, right? So you want to protect your assets for maybe a future generation, mm-hmm. or maybe you don't want your uh, spouse or your partner to be involved in your mess, mm-hmm. right? Your, yeah. dad, <laughs> your <credit card laughs> debt, your credit card debt, like
2: your student loans. Like I said last yes. week, I don't want your, I don't want my yes. student loans to be your student loans. Exactly. I want you to have a clean slate so that that's a problem that we don't have to have. Yes. And let me take care of my problems myself. Exactly. I don't need you in. I don't need you to suffer from my mess. But that's exactly. not
0: always the case. Prenups right. are known for being the, if something goes wrong, you don't get to take my money.
2: Right, and, that, yeah.
0: and that's that where Nobody true. talks about, oh, well, I'm thinking about, I'm, I'm looking out for you so you don't get my debt and I don't get your debt. But let's be real, prenumps are usually given because somebody has more money than the other person and they don't want that person to take that money that they've worked so hard for. You may be thinking along the lines student loans because you're not a millionaire. If you were a millionaire, you wouldn't give a shit about no debts, this and that. You will be thinking, I don't want this going to get
2: half my money. Well, you know, there's and so there's <laughs> some truth to what you're saying, but me, as I, you know, listen, I don't back down. I double down. You done, mm-hmm. you done challenged me, my friend. I have so, it. I'm just All saying. right, so now with that being said, going back to what I said last week, you know, somebody gave me a lesson. I was sitting in the library at my college one day, and a lady told me, she said, listen, I don't care if you got two cents to your name, get a prenup, because it separates the debts. Right. And you, me personally... I'm thinking ahead because marriage is supposed to last a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And I personally, I want to have the least problems that we can have. So how do I protect our marriage? And I think a prenup, as the attorney kindly uh, also, (laughs) you know, back, you know, my point, it can be a tool. A lot of people, like you say, Morgan, they only think about, oh, what happens if it's over? You can use a prenup. No, not even
0: what happens when it's over. What I'm saying is, when pe- most people who present prenups aren't thinking about what happened. They're thinking about, I have all of this money that I do not want to have to give up. I don't want to have to split my money in half. I want all of my money. Okay. I, and, that, and, that, and that's, say, and that's, one, of, that's
3: one of the things. That was historically correct, right? However, but you
2: can use a prenup right. to prevent from right. getting there. Yes,
3: but mm-hmm. also in recent times, as people have gotten more and more student loan debt, when you're talking about the average student loan debt coming out of college right now, is above thirty thousand now. Right. Yes. Okay. yes. okay. So with that people have now started really looking really hard at the debts they're bringing into a marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, there's even something called um, financial cheating or <laughs> infidelity yep. by saying when you're still dating someone, Oh no, I'm liquid. I'm good. Everything's good. And then you get married and you find out, Oh, that person had $30,000 of credit card debt and $30,000 of student loan debt. You didn't sign up for that. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Absolutely. And is a this problem. Affair. You got to get married. Right. Now. So, that's what they're trying to avoid now. So this is something new that they're now discussing and and considering going forward. And I will tell you, even in my own relationship, when we were talking, I was like, "I'm just going to tell you, <laughs> I'm an attorney. I took student loans out for everything, <laughs>
1: everything.
3: <laughs> and therefore, I don't want you to carry that with you." So I looked deep into my student loan contracts and said, "You know what." No, we're not going to do this. We're not going to do this. We're not going to do this. Because I don't want, if something happens to me, because they will get you, Yes. you will think, oh, it died with you? No, no, no. No. Mm-hmm. no, no, no. Your husband or your wife will be stuck with that debt. Yeah.
0: So the important thing is to change the narrative, because yes. though that's how you're thinking now, <laughs> most people, when they get married, the last yes. thing they're thinking about is this prenup represents my debt. Yes. Most people, if you present me a, a, a prenup, you can tell me all day, oh, I got student loans. I'm still going to feel like, no, you're protecting some money because that's mm. been the narrative for so long. So, so we should change the narrative. Absolutely. More, but a lot of people aren't educated about it. So they don't think along the well, lines that's of that's why things. we
2: got the TJ championship. Exactly. show. <laughs> that's right. Because, because, <laughs> it, it,
1: because it brings me to my next point, um, which is, you know, is a prenuptial agreement um, only valid after separation or, you know, divorce? Because even though you signed it before you got married, mm-hmm. When does it become, can it become active during the marriage?
3: No, it it is for when you're going through divorce, the separation, right? That is what that is for. So that you can divide your assets, you can divide your debts and and allocate things the way they were supposed to be, right? It also does not apply to marital property, right? Mm. So whatever you acquire during the marriage, okay? So if you got married and then you got the house, that's still split. You understand? Mm-hmm. So those are the kind of tricks that people go, Well, wait a second. No, we were only married six months and we got a house. Well, you were still married. Right. <laughs> so mm-hmm. there's that's a trick there that people, you know, they don't think about that. They're Oh no, I should have done that beforehand. Well, okay. that's on you.
1: So so should you have one and, and do you need one?
3: Um <laughs> You're asking a lawyer this going. <laughs> hey <laughs> You're <laughs> the are expert. You asking <laughs> uh as a lawyer, every lawyer would say, you should have one. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Um, but they can be expensive, right? So, you know, if you go to a divorce attorney and you say, I want a prenup, they may say, okay, give me two, $3,000. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're already spending $10,000 on your wedding, $20,000, $30,000 – you may not have that little bit of pocket mm-hmm. money to be like, okay, here you go. Even though it will make you more secure in the future, people don't think like that. They think, oh, well, I want a big fat wedding dress. Well, yeah,
0: yeah good that, luck. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> you know? the wedding trumps the prenup. Exactly. Just Nobody. Like every I mean, single time. I mean, uh, unless you are very wealthy, and then that in that case, or just financially
2: it you. knowledgeable. Yes,
1: that's it. Yes. And, and so you know, we've been talking about the narrative that usually most of the time it's about money. Mm-hmm. you know, keeping the money. Uh, what, what are some some conditions that should go into a prenup um, besides, the
3: money? <laughs> besides the money? Well, that's literally what the prenup is. It is for a division of assets. You cannot use a prenup for your children. That does not apply. Child support Bingo. does Bingo. not supp- – <laughs> you don't even try it. <laughs> the mm-hmm. judge will be like, yeah, we're striking all of that. Mm. Um, so don't think that's going to work. Don't think that you can uh, decide, you know, what your Uh, visitation's going to be in a prenup. That's not going to work. Even some alimony, because Florida has an alimony statute that tells you exactly what kind of alimony you can get, and where that lies, and how long it's going to last, okay, and how long you got to be married for a certain amount of time. So, you know, you're not going to get that either, because they see that as being against public policy. They don't want someone to be, and by saying it's against public policy, what the state is looking at is, Am I going to have to take care of this person? Because you didn't. Mm. Okay. Wow. So you got to see it like that. Florida is not going to want to take care of your wife. <laughs> okay. yep. I they just don't want to. I so they're going to strike that too. She ain't my wife no more. So, too know. bad. <laughs> just like They're going to give her something just to, so that she's not like, you know, trying to do food stamps and, mm-hmm. you know, unemployment or whatever. You know, they're going to try to do something for right. her and like I said there's a lot of different ones there's alimony that literally lasts only as long as the divorce proceedings or you can have ones that until she or he goes back to school and gets education there's all different types very very rarely will you see permanent alimony wow. you guys will have to be married for like 25 years wow. or something it's a long time That's crazy Yes. Now,
1: once you sign the prenup, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, we're talking about assets and different things split down the middle, or you come in with this, you don't come in with that, or whatever. Right. Um, what I've seen lately now is that once you're married, they have this thing now that's called uh, postnuptials.
3: Yes. Postnuptials. Really? Also good. So,
1: which which is another thing, and just explain a little bit what yes. uh, postnuptials are.
3: Yes. So, a post-nup is just like a prenup, but you did it after you got married. <laughs> Pretty
1: much. <laughs> so, so, the postnup just
2: take the sting off the prenup. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
0: exactly. exactly. So, like, well, if me and you can get a divorce, and the next day I hit the lotto. Mm. Exactly. This is my money. Added add exactly.
1: assets
3: during yes. that, that time. So, if it. you yes. build a
0: sump and I go out there and build yes. a mansion with it, I get to right.
3: keep the mansion, even though that's right. your stuff. So basically, this is what usually happens if you have a postnup. Something, you know, maybe you guys came into it equal, mm-hmm. right? And you were like, oh, everything's good. But then somebody else says, I'm going to start a business and I have a business partner. Your business partner is going to want to see a prenup or a postnup. You know why? Mm. Because if you get divorced and your wife or husband gets half, they just now became another business partner. Mm.
1: Wow. I told y'all marriage is
3: uh-huh. a business. <laughs> I hope told y'all marriage so is a business. They're going to look at you kind of sideways like, um, I think we need to take care of this right now before we go any further because if I'm investing my time and money into building something, mm-hmm. I want to be sure I am still getting my half, you're getting your half. I'm not going to get half a quarter and a quarter mm-hmm. and I'm going to have to deal with mm-hmm. another personality another attitude because I don't right. know that person. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. might not even be a good business partner.
2: Exactly. I got a question. You know, last week, I, you know, our engineer made a point. Um, so it, my first uh, introduction to a pro of the of the prenup is the young lady was telling me that the prenup can keep my credit separate from your credit. Yes. All right. So elaborate on that before I ask my next question, please. Uh-oh. <laughs>
3: All right, so basically you are agreeing to, in your prenup, you're agreeing to separate your credit cards. This is your bank account. This is, I mean, it can go as far as you want, but basically you're saying, this is my credit card. This is always going to be my credit card, my debt, my asset, whatever, right? This is yours, your debt, your asset, whatever. Now, here's where people mess up, (laughs) Uh and I see it a lot. Time goes by. People get comfy. They say, you know what? i'm gonna add you to my credit card Mm. Mm. what did you just do you You just invalidated the prenup okay because you have now just added this person to your credit card now you can say all right well we did that for a while and then i took them off but are you really gonna argue about the charges they made because you're still on the hook for that that's still you you know so it, it messes up all sorts of things. If you if you want to do that, you can do that. I would not recommend it.
2: Okay. So, all right, cash, he uh he had a good question, which was all right, we got we got a prenup. Mm-hmm. My credit's separated from your credit, my debts separated from your debts. Yes. A creditor calls you mm-hmm. and they're trying to collect from you. How does the creditor know not to how does, you know, uh, how does the significant other deal with creditors when they have a prenup?
3: They don't, and you better not. <laughs> so a creditor can be sued. They can only sue the person that has signed that contract. Okay. Right? Because that is a, a contractual obligation between two people, right? So if there's a contract between me and you, yes. TJ can't get involved in that. Understood. So, <laughs> okay. so I but, but you mm-hmm. can sue me, or I could sue you. Right? Yes. But TJ cannot get involved unless TJ picked up the phone and was like, well, that's my wife, and I'm getting involved now. Yeah. Okay, and I'm going to sign up for this debt. So He literally has to sign up for the debt. Yeah,
2: but if he doesn't and they keep calling TJ, can TJ sue for harassment?
3: Oh, gosh. They're not supposed to discuss anything Mm -hmm. with TJ. The only person they're supposed to be talking to the debt is me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So as soon as they do that, they have now violated federal statute and Florida Mm -hmm. statute. And each time they do that, they get a fine. Yes. And you can sue for each time they do that, and you will get money for that. A lot of money. Okay.
2: Okay. All right. So just to to kind of recap and- and, and. (laughs) Just to just to be clear, all right. So once again, a benefit of the prenup is it keeps right. credits and debts separate. Absolutely. And if a creditor tries to collect from you and you mm-hmm. got a prenup, mm-hmm. then you can uh you know find that uh creditor liable, you know, for you uh, can do that with violations. or without a prenup.
3: Okay. With or without. Because it's a it's a strict liability statute, which means as soon as they made that call and started talking to TJ about it, they just violated. Mm. Okay. No matter what. okay. They weren't supposed to talk to him about nothing. That's why when they call, they say, hi, am I talking to such and so You see? No, now you're talking Beca- to the husband. Right. Then they should say, thank you very much, and click.
1: No, you're going to talk to me. That's <laughs> what, what <laughs> right. my wife, so t- mm-hmm. tell me what's going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See? Then the moment that happens, like, all right, well, fine, since you're the husband, okay, mm-hmm. we'll allow it type of yeah. deal. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to get paid. Mm-hmm. Or does it change nope. that I did not allow myself to? No, okay.
3: because you still you have to either have a power of attorney mm. to talk on my behalf, or have signed on the on the dotted line for that contract. Wow! Right. So as soon as they start talking to him about my business, they have a problem. You see?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. So okay. that cannot <laughs> happen. Wow. That, so like
2: a so you know once again like I see a prenup as a tool to um, help maintain a marriage and keep it on the track of a good direction. I understand historically, uh, it, prenups are notoriously viewed as of, as a they got the negative connotation for what happens mm-hmm. if we don't make it. But what people need to understand is a prenup can be used to help you make it. That's true. That is yeah, true.
1: true. Now, the marriage part. Everybody, you know, <laughs> talking about marriage and. And having these prenups, postnups, and all these other type of nups, (laughs) but what happens if you're not legally married on paper, but y'all shacking up? Mm -hmm. There's this thing that's Mm -hmm. called cohabitation agreement. Yes,
0: common law marriage.
1: Common law marriage, you know, for lack of better terms. Elaborate on that. How how is that different from you know an actual uh, prenup? Well,
3: first, I know most states don't have it. Yeah. A lot of states do not have it. Um, I would say really like about 50-50, to tell you the truth. About half the states have it, half the states don't. They all have different amount of times that you have to cohabitate as a husband or wife or partners or, or a spouse um, in order to qualify as a common law marriage. Florida does not have common law marriage at all. All
0: right now, Florida, <laughs> look at you. No common law marriage mm-hmm. down here. No.
3: just shagging. No. Just shagging up. <laughs> yep. So in that case, you wouldn't need a prenup. Okay. Okay. Because you're still operating as two separate people. You don't have any joint property. Even if you were to purchase a home or real estate, Mm -hmm. you would still take it as joint tenants, which just means this is my half, this is your half. We just bought it together. That's all. Okay. Okay. When Mm, you do that as when you're married, they call it joint tenants of the entirety. That's so that if someone passes, the entire property goes to the spouse. Okay, wow. That's a special thing that's only given to people that are married.
1: I see. Okay. Cause that, that's, that's definitely one of those, uh, sticky situations where, you know, you get, you, you get into a, a dating game, whatever. Exactly. And now your boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call yourselves, somebody has been moving with somebody, <laughs> you know? And at that point, once they do move in, yes. um, is there a certain time limit that they, that they had to stay there? And are there any type of, um, things that occur that says hey you know what I now live here is the changing of the address my mail coming here now but my name ain't on the lease though but I'm living here
3: yeah you're considered a resident at that point in time Um, there are a lot of things that people do when they're not married that I would not agree to right so like I was saying before the credit card example people add their girlfriends and boyfriends to credit cards terrible idea Um, people co-sign for vehicles (laughs) for their boyfriends and girlfriends terrible also very bad (laughs) Okay, and with a lease situation, let's say it's your lease, right? And you're moving in, and she's moving in with you, Mm -hmm. right? Okay, so she's not on the lease, but you are both residing at that address. So if there is a problem, okay, we're not going to describe the problem. Let's say the boys in blue show up. (laughs) right? That is going to cause a problem for whoever's on the lease Mm -hmm. because – Whoever leaves, I always say, just just leave the argument before it gets out of hand, okay? Because if someone puts in a restraining order, mm-hmm. okay, and the person is uh, the person that left is the one that's on the lease, that person is still obligated to pay that lease, even though they are not living there. Yep. Okay. No if, answer, but. That's a contract. That's how it is. when you, sub yep. That too. Mm-hmm. When you sub Exactly. Leave, yep. Exactly.
0: You're responsible if that person not to pay
3: it. Yep. Yep. So that's the crazy
1: thing about it. Yep.
3: You don't wanna get yourself caught in that situation. I always say if you are really gonna think about that, you need to go down to your leasing um department or you know, you know the place I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> leasing office. Thank you. <laughs> um it's, and, it's still a department. And, <laughs> and you know, either at that person to lease, so you guys are both fifty fifty liable. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if something goes down, you know what? They still gotta pay too. All right. So you don't want to get yourself caught up in that situation. Of course, that is a very big step. Absolutely. Now,
1: before we go on break Mm. and switch gears here a little bit, um, what legal advice can you tell our viewers and listeners um, when it comes to signing a prenup slash postnup?
3: Ah, okay. Read it. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, oh, read it. it make sure that all the disclosures are present they're supposed to provide you with itemized lists of their things financial statements all of that both of you should be coming to the table with information so you can make an informed decision about the prenup okay don't try to put some willy-nilly stuff in there it's not going to hold all right don't try that that's a terrible idea no. don't do it um and you know don't fight it i would just say At least read it, be open to it, and you can use this as a tool to protect yourself as well. It goes both ways. It's not just one way. So that's what I would say. Hmm.
2: So prenups aren't a bad thing.
3: They're not a bad thing. (laughs) They're Okay, just a tool of marriage, that's
1: all. That's that's pretty much what it is. Mm -hmm. And what happens when a person does fight it and they decide I'm not going to sign it? But they still end up getting married anyway, saying, "You know what? Fine, but I have it right here. Is it? Does it?"
3: Doesn't exist.
1: Doesn't exist. You have
3: to sign it. Wow. It's a contract. You have to sign it. So you, you got a decision it.
1: to make: either mm-hmm. continue with the marriage or saying, "You know what? We ain't finna get married unless you sign I'll it." I'll try on, on the back end with the post That's <laughs> It's true. <laughs> <laughs> try
2: to get on the back end with the post <laughs> You, you can you do that, too? You can
3: do that, too. So you don't have
1: to have a prenup. You can have a postnup. You can have a postnup. They don't go it hand They could literally
3: hand. be the same piece of paper. <laughs> Just scratch out pre and put post. <laughs> wow. Now that's some advice for your yes.
1: <laughs> ass. Try again okay, on the back end. Uh, again on the there back end. That's a slow <laughs> that <thing>. day. <laughs> with a hashtag. With, hashtag <laughs> with a hashtag on it. Oh, man. So um, so like I said, uh, tonight uh, we're not going to have the chocolate letter
0: because
1: there's other uh, pressing um, important matters to discuss. And uh, we talked about social injustice uh, a couple episodes ago, and and it's happening again. So when we get back, we're actually going to discuss the latest and sickening matters that has happened recently. And so uh, you definitely might want to get your cognac. Wine ain't going to help you on this one. <laughs> so get your cognac, man. we we'll are right back. Keep it locked. The best is yet to come. Let's go. What's happening? What's happening? Family, we are back, man, and uh, we are at the bottom of the hour, and for those who are just tuning in, um, we've been talking about uh, prenuptial agreements with our legal analyst, <coughs> attorney Penelope, and we are uh, at a trying situation now, and with you being an attorney, um, I know you may cannot say certain things, yes. um, <laughs> so I, I will do my best to Make sure you don't have to say those things, you—I'm sure lawyer, you. lawyers are quick to like veer off to the to the end. Can't say that. Can't say that. All right. So a couple of weeks ago, we talked about social injustice and the double standards that we have in America when it comes to people of color, or you know, gender, or anything where you know people are socially unjust. You know, for for lack of better terms. Um, and recently, we've it surfaced again, and you know, we talked about will it ever be, will it ever end? Um, is there going to become a common ground where, okay, you know what? We finally get it now and we can see it. Those who turn a blind eye. So recently there's three cases that's, that's been, you know, brought nationally. Um, it's the, the black FedEx drivers who, uh, who was fired by FedEx because they got into a heated discussion with one of their customers because of parking inches on his grass and was running his mouth, running his mouth, and using all type of you know racial slurs and everything. So, FedEx driver got out and, what you gonna do? He's talking all that mess and they captured on camera and nothing happened to the customer, but unfortunately, the two black drivers were fired. Now, that's just one situation that's occurred and it's like, okay, would that have happened, like they say, if the person was white? Well, the same thing would have happened. That's a tricky one. Now. If they were white, in a sense, because that's a tricky
2: one. Because I, I could understand from a corporation standpoint where you did that um, on on the clock, um, using our vehicle and our uniform kind mm-hmm. of thing. So, um, with these major corporations, image trumps all. You see what I'm saying? So I, I can see, I can see how that would work both ways. You know, if somebody of any spectrum of color uh, or lack thereof did that in some corporation's vehicle in their uniform on, you know, company time, how that could be an issue. Right. Um, But at the same time, it's like I think one of the greater underlying issues, TJ, is when do you when when do certain people realize that some stuff just ain't worth you? engaging in like if you park three inches on my grass and you only gonna be there a split second to give a package and you gonna drive off is that really worth me saying anything but but
0: what you have to realize is that it's not about you parking the truck on the grass it's about your black ass parking a truck on my grass your black ass running through my neighborhood your black ass mouthing off to me it ain't about the truck or the grass it's about your black ass true because same thing with the firing it's easier to make a better story if a person was white versus black if you're black and you're in my uniform I already know the world and majority of my customers are gonna feel like you were in the wrong even if you get killed so sometimes I feel like corporations make that decision when it's a person of color because they know somebody's gonna dig up something about and now it's like oh FedEx hiring them kind of people
1: Happens all happens
0: all the you time. You know what I mean? So,
1: yeah. and, and I mean, now, let me, let me. That's me. The,
0: no, <laughs> no, no, that's,
2: listen. Like I say, somebody. I see it. That's exactly. I see it. it from your side. If it's a pure, if it's, if it's a pure liability thing, it's
1: unfortunate. But I see that too. Do You see the tape?
2: I have not seen. This
1: is breaking what, what, news to me. watch, you know watch what what the tape. <laughs> watch the tape. Watch the tape. Because what's happening now is since it was a um, you know a media outpour, cry about what happened, FedEx got wind of it. It was like, oh no no no, we never fired them, but you know you can. We still gonna go on administrative leave until the investigation is over, because it was just an outpour of, you no, know what we're gonna boycott um, FedEx because of ABC XYZ, and now it's like, oh no, we can't have that. Come on back, come on back, type of deal. So
3: they do that all the time, though. Yeah. Every corporation is gonna do that just so they can bury it, right? Mm-hmm. They don't want the heat. They're gonna wait some time. You're gonna be on ad- admin leave for you know three six months. They might even pay you okay, during that time period, but they don't want that heat, and then they're going to get rid of you. Mm -hmm. That's that's every, every, every corporation, no matter what color you are. However, the instance or the incident of this, the way it went down, okay, that is what's problematic, right? Because FedEx should stand up and also say, we don't want customers like that. You know, yes. like other mm-hmm. corporations have done, and they never done.
0: and they never do. No,
3: well, Starbucks, Starbucks. Starbucks did. Yeah, oh yeah, Starbucks did. And some did. other ones yeah. have, or they said, no, yeah. no, no. I forgot what it was. The uh, the most recent lady that just got. Another Karen. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was like a, that, That's our that's yeah, our, that's our next dog. Point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Karen. Yes. 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 Karen. She 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 yeah. had to give away her dog too. they were like, we don't want yeah. you having a dog. We don't have you right. about a to kill the dog 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 happens. Happens.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Trying <laughs> trying to get through <laughs> trying, trying to, to tell she like yeah. trying just, to that, try not, go the hell out of the name. And oh. and that's
1: and that's the next point that we are bringing up, Miss Karen, A.K.A. Amy Cooper, her name. Called nine one one because she felt you are not going to talk to me, you black ass, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me to put a leash on this dog when it's clearly, Central Park said, yes. put your goddamn dog on the leash. Yes. And for him, to say that to her, she felt, how dare you? Mm-hmm. How dare you come to me and tell me what to do?
0: With your black ass. <laughs> don't forget to put that on it because people don't know need your black to, see, ass. to think that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. It's yeah, like, because we, we've seen countless numbers of times people call the cops on his black ass. Mm-hmm. And it... Sadly, ends tragic. Yeah. yeah. Which not. is
3: which is why we've been using our cameras all the time. I mean, can you imagine if that camera was not used on that day? The way sh- he recorded the whole conversation. Yeah. That saved him. That I'm, saved
2: him. I can tell you, I'm alive today because of the camera.
1: Wow. Yeah, talk about it.
2: You know what I'm saying? One morning, you know, about you know, 6, 5, 6 o'clock in the morning on iPhone, I got pulled over by yeah, Orange County Deputy. And one thing I try to do is before you, before I stop my car, I got my license and registration already, all right? Before, that way I'm not reaching for nothing. And I done got to the point, because I done learned, you know, every jurisdiction is different. But in yeah. our area, if you don't got your, if, it, assuming that your stuff is legit, if you got a valid license and valid insurance, if you don't physically have it, then it's like a $10 fine, that you pay down yeah. at the courthouse, you go down to the courthouse, and you show them your registration and your license and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, me personally, and, and I'm not you know, necessarily trying to give this idea to anybody else, but $10 on my life, that's how I'm looking at it. If I got to reach for it, I ain't got it, I take it down to the courthouse, show it to them, pay the $10, and go and buy my business, all right? So that's, that's how I'm rocking the game, all right? Yeah. Well, this one particular morning, I get my stuff out, and as soon as he get out the car, the driver's license fall on the fall on the floor. So I wait for him to get to the car because I don't want to be like this right, no. when he come up to the no. car. Right? So long story short, he get to the car. He said, license, registration. I hand him the registration. I say, I got my license. I just fell on the floor. I'm going to reach down real slow and get it. I start going like this. Don't reach. Don't reach. Don't. I, I, I just told you where it was. You can look down. But he already got, I don't know why the most dangerous man in America is a black man with a driver's license. I don't know, I don't, I don't understand that. You know what I'm saying? But, lucky for me, not only do I do those steps, but I also got my camera rolling. So, while he's going, don't reach, don't reach, I got the light on and I go like this. You see what I'm saying? Because you don't want to shoot me on tape. You know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't want to shoot me on tape. So, getting so brave. I'm gonna say wait a some minute. Some of them get you <laughs> know but, so
1: I'm getting brave. I, don't but care about, I don't care about that tape. I do
2: believe that, you know, the the camera rolling in his direction might have gave that second thought. Cause some people ain't even gonna stop. Right. You see what I'm saying? They just gonna fire and that's that's all she wrote, and it's his word against yours. And I'm gonna tell you, they take they take their word to the T and they'll make every excuse to take their word. All right, and even if they're in the wrong, they make it so hard for them to get sued or for you to get any justice behind it. I'm telling you. Well, you know I already. know. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. So you know, I, to I listen. I tell anybody listen and be bold with the camera. Don't don't be
1: don't be sneaky with it. Have it out. Right. You know what I'm saying. Have it out. You know. And that. keep your mouth closed. That's what I. That's what I but, do these but, days. But see, and and that and that's the and that's the double standards that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, why can this person, white Caucasian, can cuss the fuck out of the officer and he just, no, uh um, you can, you don't have to talk to me that way. Oh, calm and, and, and nothing like, but if, yeah. but, but if I cuss your ass out or a black woman cuss your ass out, oh, they're a threat. They bruise my goddamn ego. No, fuck this.
2: So, Good. it goes down, so, know, but I'm going to tell but you. But it can it happen, though? It, so, my approach is this, all right, for a variety of reasons, okay. If, if, if this is a simple traffic stop simple civil liability mm-hmm. from my knowledge and, and i can be corrected if i'm wrong i'm only required to give you my driver's license and registration okay. i do not have to talk to you you do not you're right i do not so and so there's two things all right you know in this in the in the traffic stop equation number one i will tell anybody. Keep your mouth closed, and for our law enforcement, have some professionalism. Don't get offended when I say, you know what? I want to, with all due respect, I want to keep my comments to a minimum, or I want to use my right to remain silent. Don't don't do like the state trooper did me in South Florida. Oh, you don't want to talk to me? That's my right. How you gonna get mad at me for standing on my right? Okay, that's that's where you know that that that's where professionalism needs to kick in and be like, okay, it is your right. To remain silent. It is your right to refuse a search. Don't try to erode my rights by calling a dog, you know what I'm saying? Which I don't believe in, cause like I told you before, my daddy got a dog named Paco. And if I wave, he can't Paco can't stand my guts. But if I give him a biscuit, he wanna be my best friend, he'll do whatever <laughs> I tell him. And just like that drug stiffen dog, that man say, if he say bar alert, he gonna alert. Now you get to search my car, and then when you don't find any, anything in it, at least have the decency to put shit back the way you found it. Huh. <laughs>
1: wow, that's it. And, 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 Dirty that, bastard. and that's just and that's just that's as why as I as don't as as want as you searching my car. You know. So, so at the end of the day, the, 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 the shit just wrong, and You're it come and it and it comes and to my and it comes to it comes to my last uh, point that we're talking about the most uh, disgusting thing that. I've I've ever witnessed, Mm. you know, and a Minnesota police officer kills an unarmed black man for suspicious of writing bad checks. Yeah. But started out as, oh, he was resisting. I told him to step out of the car, whatever the case may be. Okay. Mm -hmm. He didn't want to get out. Okay, fine. He didn't get out. So whatever happens, you forced him out. And now that you've tacked him on the ground, Mm -hmm. handcuffed him. Mm -hmm. Subdued him. Seduced him. You mm-hmm. still got your knee in the back of this man's neck, yep. and he's telling you, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. You have all these witnesses that's telling and him. And in handcuffs now. Any in handcuffs, mm-hmm. saying, I can't breathe. Blood start coming out. They didn't know it. If it went for the, um, the, the bystander, saying, hey, he's bleeding. Then he would fuck. They didn't give a fuck. I think they police need that. training. No, they got training. T- no, they hold got on, training. Hold on, hold on, They got training. They got
2: training. No, they but do they have training on when to back off?
1: Yes, the fuck they do. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Be, I'm, you I'm, know. <laughs> listen, all this bullshit about, um, oh, they need all this sensitive training. No, they teach that shit to you in the fucking academy. Yes, certain moves you can do to subdue them. Once it's done, the threat is over. Pick his ass up, put his ass in the car.
3: I will say this. The United States has one of the shortest trainings for police uh-huh. officers in the world. Okay. Mm-hmm. You go to another country, they have training for six months yeah. before they yeah. can even that, yeah. remotely mm-hmm. look like they want to be out on the street. Yeah. Okay. For six yeah. months. And they are taught all sorts of different moves that are, some of the stuff we do here is completely illegal in other countries. Completely illegal. Yeah. Right. You would just not even do the stuff like mm-hmm. the whole knee on the back. That's completely illegal in other countries. You cannot do that. Yeah. All right. This is something that United States has fostered and they really need to stop. They yeah. need to provide longer training. More than they 11 weeks. To, exactly. Way, way longer. And they need to do more background checks. A lot of police officers, when they get fired from one county or one area, they, go right on they just to the move one. to another one. And they get hired right again. Why? Because we have such a shortage. I mean, and they don't do a background check on them, and the and it's it, it's a blue wall. And I can
0: tell you from experience, it exists. But it's it that, exists. that's but that's years of you think about policing started mm-hmm. to keep slaves. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> Talk know, about that's ingrained. what that was for. Talk about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, it it just you know over the years has progressed and probably formed into something, but. It all started with that, you know what I mean? So it's not surprising to hear, you know what I mean? Because how much training do you need as long as you, when you see a nigga get, it you know what I mean? And, it is,
1: it's, and it's, it's also sad. to
3: keep the poor down. I mean, I, yeah. I, I hate to say it like that, but, you know, Talk where it. they did not have slavery, they were just operating to keep the poor from the rich, right? Mm-hmm. And that covered everybody, right? So that is what the original mindset was for the police and it never progressed at least in this country to the point where it needs to to change that whole idea of we need to protect everybody
1: right and and what i guess the the frustrating part about it is you have individuals out there defending wrongdoing Mm -hmm. justifying oh well they should have complied how you going to comply when you're on, 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 on face down, handcuffed, and you can't breathe, your body's naturally is going to, I can't breathe. I
0: guess, play, play devil's advocate, I guess Get most up. would say, well, maybe he should have just stepped out the car. We It's always, maybe you should have just. Right. Yes.
1: But that ain't maybe always the case. Maybe you should have just,
0: maybe yeah. you should have just, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So yeah. it's always that, when there's always that, maybe you should have just, and that gives people that room to say, to feel like that, you know what I mean, because it's like, well, hey, if he some had of a that, just did that, some man, of
2: that is ignorant,
0: but it's, it is, but it's like, can, if it was somebody, that. but what they need to realize that if it was somebody of a different race, it, that he wouldn't have been, it wouldn't even been a he should have just situation. Nope. he wouldn't have had to have stepped out his car. Whatever he said would have been what it was. Whatever you said in your situation would have been what it was, and nothing else would have transpired. And that's what people have to realize that sometimes it's the fact that we even just have to. Do something that they wouldn't ask somebody else to do under the same circumstances. Absolutely,
2: like Absolutely. you know, uh, give them your keys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and that and that's just the sickening part about it. And then you have, you know, individuals saying, "Well, there, there's that's only a small percentage of, of bad cops. There, you know, there are some good cops." Okay, so why did this motherfucker just sit there and watch what the hell was doing going on? Hey. hey, hey. But hey, he, he
2: can't can breathe. A I can, I, you know. Oh yeah, right blue wall. That's it's that's that's, wall. that's where the blue wall the blue goes wall. in. But that's, yeah. You know. TJ, you gotta at least see. get your knee off,
1: that net, dog. No, Come on, man. That's no, it. That's all you had to do. And no, then no, no, you no. had you had bystanders <laughs> trying to help. They was willing to risk risk it all. Yes, to right. get up off him, but here he comes. Now get back. Do you want me to rescue too? Get back. Get back. He's choking him. He's killing him. Behind what?
0: For what reason?
1: Oh, he, there was, oh, I'm
0: saying, what was he stopped for in the
1: first place? Fraud. Fraud. Writing a check at the grocery store.
0: Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm going to tell you about and, the blue and, wall. And to I'm Morgan's point I, wanna point? point, I want to say this <laughs> just
2: real quick. All right? No, he ain't have no business writing bad checks at the grocery store. But he don't need to die for it. For writing bad checks you know at I mean? the grocery store. You know how many
0: stuff? non-black people like, embezzle money on, you know what I mean? Commit mm-hmm. fraud.
1: Non-violent like? crime. And he just got <sighs> a smirk yeah. out of it.
0: Yeah. Uh, here's what I'll
3: tell you about the blue wall. And I, I don't know if I told you this before, but you know I used to be a paramedic in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So as part of the blue wall, <laughs> right, you have to rely on your partner in dangerous situations. Mm-hmm. Now, this is when there still was a Cabrini Green in the projects in Chicago. So when I'm going out there and I'm putting my life on the line to save somebody else's life, I have only one other person I can rely on, and that's my partner. Right, somebody else may be behind me, but they may be seven minutes behind me and I'm dead by then. Okay, so part of that blue wall the reason why that partner was like, You need to get off him, but didn't do much else is because they weren't able no, to say that. I'm just saying they're not going to do much because they're not thinking about this call, they're thinking about the next five calls where maybe the situation is going to be turned. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the problem. Yeah. And that's how you kind of foster this sort of, you know, atmosphere, which is very toxic. It's very toxic. And I will also tell you, as a minority who has been behind the blue wall, there's not much protection there. I know people mm. talk about, oh, it's a black cop. It bl-. don't Mm-mm. matter. No, you still don't have that much protection because I still remember a day when I was trying to chase down <laughs> uh, a psych patient in the snow wearing a uniform clearly (laughs) outlined I was a paramedic and got tackled by a police officer who thought I was a 6'5 male. (laughs) Tell me how that that makes sense. A 6'5 male, right? Just because I was the one running after him. (laughs) So he tackles me and it took my Caucasian partner to come around to say what are you doing to her she almost had him mm-hmm. oh oh i'm sorry i'm sorry but we still had to have a conversation in the back of my rig later on make sure you don't put that in the notes yeah wow. that's the thin line yeah. that you have to walk as a enough. minority yeah. police officer a minority emt or paramedic yeah. okay it is not yeah. fair it is what it is yep.
1: My freshman year in college. We
2: can't, but see, that's, that's, that's kind of like a pet peeve of mine. We got to stop saying, like, oh, okay, well, it is what it is." no, this stuff got to stop. Oh, it this does. got to change. Yeah. Start putting that stuff in the notes.
1: Yeah, and, 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 that, and, that, and that was the thing about it because I um, had two incidents where um, in college, I was a freshman, didn't have a car, you know, caught, caught the bus, and I was on my way to a job interview, okay? So I'm walking down the sidewalk after the job interview, tied suit whatever walk hot had my jacket off so these undercover cops jumped out the car mm. guns pointed blazing talking about get on the ground get on the ground whoa okay get on the ground and well a bank just got robbed right I fit the description I <laughs> hear on the radio yeah there he's a he's a six five, um, six five, 240 pound wearing a red shirt but yet he still got me on the ground with a gun in the back of my head hmm and it wasn't until one of his partners saying, that's not him, that's not him. Are you mm-hmm. sure? Are you sure? Mm-hmm. The fuck you mean, are you sure? The radio, the dispatch just said what he looked like. Mm-hmm. At the time, as a freshman cop, I think I was probably like 112 pounds, soaking wet, wearing a suit that was baggy. So you mean to tell me I fit the description because I'm black? Yeah. Not the physical aspects of 6'5", 200-some-odd pounds, red shirt when I got a, clearly a fucking,
3: ooh, have mercy. I'll say this and much about that. Uh, they've I, already done psychological tests, and they have found that uh, people that are Caucasian have a very hard time distinguishing actual facial features and other features of all minority classes, especially black people. Mm-hmm. I can definitely
2: believe it. They, they literally can't tell us apart. They come up to me and, and, and be like, oh, has anybody ever told you you look like somebody that you don't even look like? <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: that, and that's just a and that's just a sad part about it. And then another instance. This is when this is why I say we have the training.
3: Yes.
1: Eleven weeks long because I was in the academy. Mm. I got into law enforcement for one particular reason, and that was to make a difference, mm-hmm. to, to help people. Um, my first assignment was to patrol complex that was um, that was known for Grand Theft autos. okay I got responded to a domestic dispute when I uh, make a long story short uh, white woman came after me with a knife she was drunk because her husband just got laid off so they fighting whatever mm-hmm. she comes at me with a knife
3: Yeah, charging, are the
1: worst. charging at me with a knife now they teaching the academy how to disarm a person with a knife mm-hmm. now that's attempted murder right coming at me yeah. I got yeah. all the rights in the world, a lot of ass black Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking quickly, fastly, if I open fire and kill this woman,
0: Your way mm-hmm. going to jail. I'm going to jail. <laughs> Your black <laughs> ass going because to jail.
1: The first thing the attorney gonna say is, Chapman, were were you given training, training how to disarm a mm-hmm. person with a knife? Don't mm-hmm. Just like that. So I almost got killed. But luckily, I knew my defensive tactic. Kicked yes. in, gave her an armbar, smashed up all her face on the wall, hmm. cuffed her. Boom, boom, boom. The lieutenant showed up. I'm getting ready to write the report up.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm writing it up as.
3: She came at you with a knife.
1: <laughs> attempted murder on the Leo.
3: Hmm. Yeah.
1: Attempted murder on Leo. No, we're not going to write that up. We're just going to write it up as disorderly conduct. What the f- do you mean? What the fuck do you mean, disorderly? Bitch just tried to kill me. You want me to take it out of the report and don't say uh, attempted? They just, they was going through a lot. You know, we sympathized. You know, she had a long day. The mm-hmm. husband just got fired. You know, all this other stuff. I'm like, you motherfucker. When so, it, it
3: would go the opposite way if she was a person of color. Absolutely. Yeah. Write it up. Absolutely.
1: Write it up. So. You're right about that. That blue, and and it's, it's not in favor because there there's a lot of situations we can go on and on about it, um, but from a lawyer standpoint, justice um, ever end? Should somebody say something like, as prosecutors, um, do they want to protect, continue protecting the blue?
3: I find that things get more fair if you have uh more minorities as prosecutors because the prosecutors can bring the charges right the cops can say here here's my report here's what we think it is but the prosecutors decide are we going to continue with this or not right are we actually are we going to drop this can i actually prove this like that's literally what they're thinking can i prove this if i can prove this then i'm going to take it forward if i can't prove it then forget it we'll cut a deal or drop it right um so I find that in systems where you have more people of color, which is a rare thing in law, rare already, okay, yes. but where you have people of color in those positions that can make those decisions, okay, that's when things are more fair. Yeah. But we don't have that, okay, because of a multitude of reasons. Number one, most of the people that are of color are in law school have to take out student loans. You have to pay that back, right, right? So are they going to get a job that's going to pay them $40,000? That's what you get paid (laughs) as SA here, $40,000 when you have three times that amount in debt? Probably not, right? That's for people that can afford that, all right? Um, Are you going to be doing that later on? And most SA's and most defense attorneys um, or public defenders, they become the judges, So it's a pipeline. So you go from one level, which is law school, to the next level, which is a public service job, to the next level, which is being a judge. If there are no minorities through that pipeline, how is it ever going to be fair? Because the people making the decisions are never you. That's why I'm always advocating, yes, you should vote for more women judges, more black judges, more Latino judges, more age, anybody, <laughs> yeah. anybody that can give a perspective that is different than what we have had. Wow. Anybody that can do that. And we
1: can, we can go on about this all day long, um, but the time is cutting short because <laughs> this is one of them things that are very uh, insensitive because when is it ever going to change? We are in 2020. Mm. and shit like this is continuing to happen. We talked about it before. Say something about it. We've been talking about it for the longest time. Ain't shit happening. We're doing the marches. We're doing a we shall overcome. When the fuck are we going to ever overcome when shit like this continues to happen? Period. You know, it needs to start from who it's coming from. Get out there. Forget about, oh, I got to, protect this, I gotta protect that. Where's